Welcome to Finding Forgiveness, a Fraser 365 devotional. I'm Chris Montgomery, the senior pastor at Fraser Church, and we're excited you've joined us for this study. May the Lord bless you as we learn about His forgiveness. Today is day six of Finding Forgiveness. The title for our lesson today is Betrayed. Lewis B. Smead said, We cannot forgive someone who has not hurt us. Our text today comes from Genesis 37, 18 through 24. It reads, They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him and we will see what will become of his dreams. But when Reuben heard it, he rescued him out of their hands, saying, Let us not take his life. And Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit here in the wilderness, but do not lay a hand on him, that he might rescue him out of their hand to restore him to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore, And they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Today's scripture records the sons of Jacob betraying their brother Joseph. The text actually shifts from Joseph's perspective of seeking his brothers to the brother's view of Joseph's approach. The narrator now shifts from following Joseph to reporting the action from the brother's point of view, beginning when they spot him coming toward them from a distance. This gives them time to plot to do away with him. They don't refer to him by his name, but dehumanize him by calling him that dreamer, calling to mind Joseph's infuriating dreams that asserted his future superiority to them. Henry Morris details what follows. He says, They were far from home and paternal restraint. As they saw him coming, they said sarcastically to each other, Look yonder! Here comes that specialist in dreams. The Hebrew word for dreamer implies one who is a master at dreaming, perhaps suggesting that he is good for nothing else. They had no doubt previously been muttering about Joseph, and their anger had built to the point where they had actually discussed getting rid of him somehow. Now, here he was, giving them the perfect opportunity. They could slay him, throw him into one of the empty cisterns, and then report back to their father that he had been killed by a wild animal. That would be the end of his dreams. It is interesting that Reuben tried to save Joseph. Reuben was the firstborn son of Jacob and Leah. That's why they called him Reuben, which in Hebrew means, behold, a son. He was the oldest and seemingly the wisest. Yet, he was outnumbered by his angry mob of brothers. When you are surrounded by the wrong crowd, it doesn't take long for evil to take over. Reuben tried to do the right thing in Dothan, but failed in his attempt. Strangely enough, Reuben will fall into sin later in life. Reuben's future sin will cause Jacob to switch the birthright from his firstborn with Leah to his firstborn with Rachel, which is Joseph. Here in our text, Reuben tried to rescue Joseph. Later, he will lose his birthright to him. Reuben may have grown weary in doing good and gave into evil later in life. 
Remember that we might not receive our reward for living for God and obeying His commandments before we die. The writer of Hebrews stated in Hebrews 11.13, These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. This is not our home, and any reward down here is temporary. However, our rewards in heaven are eternal. Let us remember Paul's charge in Galatians 6.9. It reads, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. While Reuben saved Joseph's life, he couldn't save him from the consequences of his brother's hatred and jealousy. Joseph's brothers stripped him of his robe of many colors and threw him into an empty pit. There is a profound symbolism found in these two events. Let's look first at the removal of Joseph's robe. For the brothers, Joseph's robe symbolized Jacob's favoritism. They could have thrown Joseph into the pit with his robe and sold him into slavery, yet they hated his robe so much that they ripped it off Joseph and would use it as part of their deceitful plan. They mistakenly thought that tearing off the robe would somehow destroy their father's preference. What they didn't understand was neither death nor deceit could remove the love for Joseph from Jacob's heart. This is a great reminder of our father's love for his children. God loves us with an unending love. His love for His children knows no limits. God loves us so much, He sent His Son to die for our sins. Like Joseph, Jesus was stripped of His robe. Joseph was stripped and thrown into a cistern. Jesus was stripped, beaten, and nailed to a cross. Oh, the love that God has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. Then the brothers threw Joseph into a pit where there was no water. The Hebrew word translated as pit in the English Standard Version is a word that means a well or a cistern. One commentator described the event as follows. After being stripped of his colorful garment, he was dropped in a dry and abandoned cistern. It is not a coincidence that Joseph is thrown into a dry well. This would make a perfect prison for Joseph while his brothers decided what they were going to do with him. This well was supposed to be filled with water, but it was dry. Joseph was headed to some dry times in his life. Before he would predict a famine for the Pharaoh, he would stand in the bottom of a dry well. This pit may also foreshadow a prison that awaited him later in life. Like Paul exemplified from a jail cell in Rome, Prisons can become places of extreme dependence upon God. These times of dependence can lead to greater joy. From the driest time can come the richest blessings. Like Joseph, our faith in God must continue to grow in the pits and prisons of life. Our trust in His plan should continue to triumph over our plan. Consider these questions. How is the betrayal of Joseph indicative of a mob mentality. What do you think of Reuben's efforts to rescue Joseph? In the years that followed their betrayal of Joseph, how do you think Reuben's grief compared to that of his brothers? What similarities do you see between Joseph and Jesus? 
What do you think of the spiritual implications of Joseph being stripped of his robe and thrown into an empty cistern? Pray with me. Lord, thank you for forgiving our betrayal of you. Help us to stay steadfast in our love for you today. Amen.